name this moment. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me, and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice? Look, you serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with a wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the bonds of the yoke? to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked, to cover them, and not to hide yourself from your own kin. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
Pharisees believed that the fulfillment of God's promise reign was something to happen in the future. So, in a sense, they continued to be in exile in a ghettoized national existence. So they sought to preserve their identity, waiting for the eventual reign of God. Now, this is the important part. Jesus says the reign of God is now. It's not something in the future. It is now. And Israel was to be a light to the nations, a light to the whole world. And I think it's N.T. Wright who says Jesus was telling Israel to be Israel, to be that light to the show, to be a light to the world. So Jesus' strategy was to fulfill the law, not to abolish it. For the Pharisees, the Torah was read from the perspective of a group of people trying to maintain their identity, their purity, against a world that they saw as sinful, in a world that they saw as hostile to them. But Jesus saw the world from a different perspective. He saw it as the reign of God, the present among us. And so Jesus begins this sermon with an abundance of God's blessing. And it's declared in what we call the Beatitudes. Now, if it hadn't been the presentation of our Lord in the temple last Sunday, you would have heard this lesson read. So really, the beginning of this long section of the book of the Beatitudes really began last Sunday. But listen to these Beatitudes. When Jesus saw the crowds who went up the mountain, after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the poor in heart, pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Now, our text today comes immediately after those Beatitudes. And it starts with Jesus using two very powerful metaphors. Uh, many of you I know uh, know what it means when somebody says that that person is the salt of the earth. We often think of someone who's very grounded, somebody who is really you know, down to earth, you might say, very reliable, somebody who's really good. That is not necessarily how that phrase would have been heard by someone who heard it when Jesus spoke. Rather, they would have heard the idea of a covenant coming from that. Salt of the earth. Salt was a sign of covenant. And if one was in covenant with God, one was in relationship with God. But if that relationship was broken, it was as bad as salt that had gone bad. It had been mixed in with other things and couldn't be used as a preservative, couldn't be used in food. This is really no work. So Jesus is reminding them that they are salt. They are in covenant with God, their relationship with God. And then he goes on with this idea of covenant by referring to light. Jesus says that they are the light of the world. Now, for many, that would have brought to mind a passage from Isaiah. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you a covenant to the people, a light to the world. That was the vocation of Israel. That's what Israel was called to be, a light to the nations, a light to the world. Jesus is reminding them that that now is the call to the disciples. They 
important to note that Jesus didn't say you should be salt or you should be light. He says you are salt. You are light. It is something that you are, I am, right now. We are gospel people. And he was saying it to his disciples as well. They are the light of the world. Today we will have our annual meeting. One of the most enjoyable things the director's ever do.
for Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, and for the worldwide Anglican Communion. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we give thanks for the ministries of Trinity Church Canton, St. John's Church, Charlestown, Boston, St. Christopher's Church, Chatham, All Saints Church, Chelmsford, Charles River Deanery, and the Bishop Search Process. Grant that every member of the Church may truly and humbly serve you. I ask your prayers for Catherine, our presiding bishop, for Tom and Gail, our bishops, for our priests, Tony and Becky, and for Rob, Maureen, Judy, Janet, and Spencer, our priest associates. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. I ask your prayers for Barack, our president, and Deval, our governor. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. We ask for your loving guidance as we work towards building a new parish house, a place that will hold the many ministries you have called us and continue to call us to participate in alongside you. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. We pray especially for Greg, Linda, Cook, Matthew, the Carter family and Graham, Sebastian, Elizabeth, Kathy, Sarah, Barbara, Jerry, Aliona, Nan, Simone, Philip, Jenna, Reverend Stephen, Don, Susan, Deborah, Freda, Bob, Judy, Bonnie, Doug, Denny, Thelma, Anna, Molly, Sophie, Jane, Harriet, Wayne, Eric, Don, Helen, Edie, Liz, A.D. Those who live out in the cold this winter, those without jobs, those serving in the military, and all who work for peace. Are there others? Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. Give to the departed eternal rest. We pray for the repose of the soul of Tom Williams, friend of Lucy Rossborough and for Bob Gustafson. Are there others? We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I give to you. My own peace I leave with you. Regard not our sins, but the faith of your church, and give to us the peace and unity of that heavenly city, where with the Father and the Holy Spirit, you live and reign now and forever. Amen. 
Valentine's Day cards downstairs in the underground, uh, followed by a picture tale, shouldn't be go a little bit long. So, young ones of any age, the older ones can show the younger ones how to do it, are all welcome during the annual meeting in the underground. Thanks. Good morning, I'm Ann Lynch. We're upgrading the database program that we use in the office, and this will enable us to print a new directory of members, which now can have more than one email address per family, as well as cell phone numbers. So um, we need everyone to fill out one of these database membership information sheets and return it to the office. It can be found in the back of the churches, church entrances, as well as the office and on the website. And if you haven't had a photo taken for the directory, please email one to the office so we can include that in your profile. And the updated directories will be available when everyone has a photo. <laughs>
Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name.
blessing of God Almighty, the Father, 